Holiday Let Success, Episode 17. The Definitive Guide to Holiday Let Success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. As always, I'm your host, Elaine Watt. Today, I'm welcoming onto the show a very successful holiday home owner. You'll hear all about him and how he and his wife got set up, how they started on their journey to extremely successful holiday home owners and some of the ups and some of the downs, some of the problems that they came across. And he is going to share all of this knowledge with you and with me. So hopefully you and I can avoid to any of the issues that Tony has had in his journey. And of course, put some of the things into place that have worked brilliantly for them. So we're going to hear all about those now. And I will chat to you again at the end. Thanks so much for listening. So today it gives me great pleasure to welcome a very successful holiday home owner to the Holiday Let Success podcast. Tony Rayner is joining us. Tony and his wife run a very successful holiday home called Windermere Cottage up in Cumbria in the UK. Now, this was completely renovated to the highest standards in 2013. Now, the property sleeps six across three bedrooms, and we're going to have a chat to Tony today about what is making this business so successful. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the show. Hi, Elaine. Hi there. How are you doing, first of all? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, uh, obviously, I'm going to be speaking today on behalf of myself and my wife. Um, my wife's done a lot of the work, though, I have to say. It's just she's a little bit more mic-shy than I am. <laughs> Excellent. So, so giving her her dues there, which is absolutely great to start with. Thank you. Okay, so tell us how, how long you and your wife have been in the vacation rental or holiday-let industry, as we say here in the UK. Well, we are relative newbies. Um, we're in our 11th, uh, close to our 12th month, so um, just short of a year now. Excellent. So, so what actually got you started? What made you decide to get going in this industry? Well, we already got some permanent leads, and um, we were attracted by the capital gains allowance that the tax regime offers here in the UK, meaning that um, provided that you've got your property available to rent for, I believe it's more than 26 weeks of the year, and provided it lets for 11 of those, then uh, it qualifies as a business, and therefore, in the event of a sale, uh, you benefit from the same um, entrepreneur's relief that you would with any other business, which is 10%. Really, really good point. Tony, thank you. Um, I'm actually going to be doing an upcoming podcast with an accountant who will go through all of these different features. So thank you for highlighting that. That's absolutely great. So that really gave you the the spark to go ahead and, and give it a go. And it, it's clearly working out absolutely brilliantly. So tell us a little bit about your property, a bit about the location. Um, we touched on how many it sleeps, but just, just confirm how the 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 configuration is and what sort of service you offer please okay well this is a very centrally located um, property in the heart of Windermere so not to be confused with Bowness that's the uh, the town on the shores of Lake Windermere Windermere is where the train station is and indeed that had a lot to do with us selecting this as a location 
So everything's brand new. Um, we've gone in and literally taken the plaster off the walls, uh, replastered, put new skirting boards, architraves, architraves doors, etc. Uh, so everything's brand new. There's not a stick of, uh, of second hand or, or the landlord's old furniture that's been sent here. No shabby chic, no chintz, no wood chip. Everything's brand fine new. It sounds lovely. So how many does the property sleep in how many bedrooms? Okay, sleep six. Um, we've got uh, a twin room, we've got a double room, and uh, and then there's a, a master double room, uh, which has a super king bed. And uh, the key point being that uh, all of the rooms are en suite. Who is it that you, you usually market the property to? What are your typical guests? Well, that's interesting, but a lot, of, a lot of the time we don't get to meet them, of course. Um, we've let it through a letting agent. Um, okay. We figured that we'd got to do that from day one. We, we figured they'd got the, the presence. Yes, we did create our own website, and um, the fact that we got the domain name, windermerecottage.com, does help. But, of course, <laughs> we're not paying for the top pay-per-click positions um, that the large letting agent that we're using. So... We've really gone to them for their advice, and, and they've steered us a lot in terms of how we should specify the cottage. Um, so things like the quality of bed linens and towels, um, it's got to be 400 denier uh, Egyptian cotton. If you want to charge the premium rents, then you've got to provide premium accommodation. So what would you say from, from the advice that you've taken from the, the listing agent that your unique selling point is? It's luxury, is that right? Yeah, it, I, I mean, setting things by your own standards. Um, you know, putting all the checkboxes that people are likely to search for when they use the letting agent's website. Things like, has it got a wood, wood burning stove? Is there an enclosed garden uh, for pets? Um, does it have free Wi-Fi? Um, just checking all those boxes, really. Um, so things like, you know, once you've gone to the trouble of putting the Wi-Fi in, you might as well put smart TVs in every room. Costs a little bit more, but I can tell you from when we've been up with our own kids, you can't get them out of the bedrooms. They just want to play TV all day. Which... Let's face it, people coming away, they want to know that they've got something that's going to entertain the kids when they want a bit of downtime. So that's a really, really good point. So when you first got going, and I know you've had, a, from, from what we've been talking about, had a lot of advice which you've taken brilliantly from the letting agent. What would you say was your biggest failure or mistake when you first got going that you could share with us? Well, I think our biggest mistake was watching Homes Under the Hammer and getting some sort of idea of um, what it might cost us to do the renovation. Um, we set a budget aside of, uh, of 30k and ended up spending 65. So we really did smash the budget. Wow, that's a huge difference. Goodness me. So, so. From from that, what would you say was the, the biggest spend? Well, we have uh, we have a basement room. Um, effectively, these properties they call them cottages, but in my language, they're actually two up, two down terraced houses. Um, it just so happens that they're made of Lakeland stone, so they do look quite quaint. But yeah. but we had um, the master bedroom, which is uh, and if you went to the cottage 
that's the one you'd want to sleep in. It is without a doubt the best. <laughs> um, the master bedroom uh, has the, a large ensuite bathroom with that one. The other two uh, bedrooms have shower rooms. And um, we had to have that basement retanked. And uh, believe me, that, that's not small change. Yeah, I understand. But what you've actually come out with is something which is usable for different types of family that are coming to stay at your home and it's given them lots of different options by having that additional space in the basement so although the overspend was there can you see um, from the booking so far and, and looking ahead that it's going to be a worthwhile investment of that additional spend well the last time that we were able to stay in the property as a family was um, February this year um, it's now November and uh, the reason for that is we simply cannot get in because it's booked all the time. So um, that you can't get a better testimony than being fully booked. Absolutely. Well, that's really good to hear. So despite that, o that overspend initially and uh, what you might say as a, as a mistake, in actual fact, it's worked in your favour because you've been fully booked from February all the way up to November. And, and like you say, there's, there's nothing better than that. So what would you say was one thing that you did or that you started to do that you suddenly realized, right, this is really, really working and working really well in your business? That, you know, this could be from, from marketing to, to guest satisfaction, suddenly realizing how to get repeat bookings. What, what worked the best for you? Well, I don't know whether I, I named the letting agent or not, but using a large letting agent, um, that was certainly a key thing. These guys have very large budgets. They are buying the, um, the top positions, the pay-per-click positions uh, on the search engines, the likes of Google, and that just means you're getting the right traffic. So provided that uh, the property, of course, is, uh, is done to a high spec and it's being found, then uh, that's what's meant for us. It's being let. And, of course... Cumbria is a, a year-round destination, and they often say of Cumbria, uh, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. <laughs> very, very good. Good advice across the whole of the UK, I would say there. <laughs> so you would say your key to success is actually using the large letting agent to, to get the exposure and then backing that up with your exceptional service and extremely high specification property. Yes, uh, although I have to say we, we don't use them for the full service. Um, they would, of course, like to do the cleans for us. Um, mm -hmm. We've done those, uh, we've booked those directly ourselves uh, via our own cleaning firms. We have had uh, a change there. I think that's something that does need uh, policing. You've got to keep an eye on it. Um, these cleaning businesses, um, it's very easy for them to come along and uh, promise the earth, but then subsequently deliver a piece of turf so it does need constant manage management there's no uh, gain without pain you've got to manage these people yeah that's that's a very very good point and it's actually from speaking to holiday homeowners um, it's one of the biggest problems that people have is ensuring that the cleaners are reliable as in they turn up on time at the right time and then that they do the right job ultimately because as you know it's it's so, so important that that property is, it's got to be five-star clean. Cleanliness is the biggest, biggest complaint across the board. 
So to have someone who's not doing that for you, you were really putting your business in their hands. So you were absolutely giving great advice there, Tony, by saying you really have to keep on top and really manage people that are running your property when you aren't there 100% of the time. So thank you for pointing that out. I think we've, we've probably touched on my next question, which is where you have the most success marketing your holiday let. Um, so it's with a big listing site, but you also do a lot with your own site and, and a lot on social media. As, as that also created a lot of bookings, your, your, the things that you run through social media, and we'll, we'll talk about exactly what those are in a minute. Um, we're not able to see any amount of business. The letting agent is, um, is pipping us to the post. But uh, when we started out, um, I, I might as well go on to say that um, we did decide that it would be wise uh, to get some exposure on Facebook. Um, we chose to run a like and share campaign. Uh, we gave consideration to the geography, how, how far people would be prepared to travel. And we thought that um, that was generally people who lived more than 30, 40 miles away. If people were sort of um, 40, perhaps to 60 miles away. So you're able to pick your geography uh, on these like and share campaigns and then subsequently um, give away we gave away a week to get to get um, lots of lots of likes and lots of shares that then gives us the opportunity that if we did ever suffer some slack spots uh, we can start and drop some messages and uh, a little bit of suggested material out and it's dropping into people's Facebook timelines. Um, we particularly focused on the fairer sex because we guessed that they would have more influence on where families pick their holidays. Yeah, that's, that's very well observed because it is overwhelmingly women, the woman of the house, of the family, of the partnership, if it's a couple that are traveling away, that is the main person who goes out and books and well first of all finds the right property and then goes on to book the right property so yeah very very well observed that so a lot of those those competitions that you've actually run through Facebook have resulted in your page having over 3,000 likes so that's definitely working very nicely for exposure on Facebook for you now a part of the exposure on Facebook and on your own website and on the lettings site is the photography. So how important do you think photography is in the vacation rental business? I, I do think photography is important, but I have to say I go one step further than that, and I would say video photography, because it's not that expensive. And I do think that we are generally lazy. We don't necessarily just want to look at a photograph and have to read some text. It's much better if somebody narrates us through it a little bit like you're doing with this podcast in fact people are they like to listen to something they like to watch and listen to something and that really does work so again um, we were lucky enough to know a professional presenter again um, we did a bit of a deal with him gave him some accommodation at the cottage and um, we have a video on the home page of windermerecottage.com that introduces the cottage and takes you through some of the features that you'd like to see. 
It's, and it is. It's a very, very nice video. I had good watch of that. And I will make sure that is linked up in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com. You'll be able to link across to Tony's beautiful website and have a, a good look at that video and how that has worked to really show this property to its best. So you would definitely recommend new owners get their place professionally photographed and from your your case, videographed. And you should. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just think video video is best. It doesn't cost that much money. I don't think it costs very much more at all than bringing somebody in to do photo, still photographs. And most of these guys who are doing um, video work, they use stills as well. In fact, a lot of um, a lot of videos now are shot on these very high quality um, stills cameras uh, because, of course, it's all digital now. So they're recording everything to a to a little chip sim card things so sd card or whatever they call them yeah that's right so yeah so it's it's actually it's not a huge investment but it's such an important investment and actually you touched on something which was really worth jumping on and sort of highlighting is that you as a holiday homeowner listeners as holiday homeowners have actually got a bit of a bargaining tool so why not swap services with a professional such as a photographer videographer uh, you know allow them some time in your property for photography you can think about using that as a a, a time-saving a money-saving exercise and everybody's happy so it's a it's a great point you made there now you've got a lovely place and we we know that you've got a lot of feedback which is very very good do you actually get a lot of repeat business well, we are keeping a track on it. Um, I, I don't quite know why, but the letting agent that we use does release the name and address details of everybody who books. So I can, I can see that we have actually had um, two rebookers, one of whom has actually rebooked twice. So uh, we have a lady and her family who's been three times altogether, and uh, we have another family who've been twice. So, um, yeah, we're getting the rebookings. Excellent. And I guess as you're coming into your 12th month and then probably into your, are you moving into your, you may be moving into your second, potentially third season, that's when it'll really start to show the repeat bookings, especially if the, the letting agent have kindly shared the contact details so you can really keep a track. Of, uh, of what's going on there. Well, yes, we get we, we we are we are doing that. Of course, we're we're capturing the uh, these names and addresses, and we're going to do a Christmas card mail shot uh, just to keep these people engaged and remind them that we're still there. And um, we are taking bookings. Sorry, when I say that we haven't actually completed 12 months yet, um, we're already let for um, uh, this Christmas and New Year, but also next year's Christmas as well. So um, bookings are coming in quite a long way in advance. Excellent. Now, there's, there's nothing nicer than knowing you're doing the right thing. I mean, there's nothing going to prove it more than bookings coming so far ahead. So congratulations on that. Very, very good. So how do you ask for feedback from your guests and how do you use that feedback to, to, to attract future guests? OK, well, that's a good question. Um, we invested in a, a leather bound um, guest book. You can get these on, uh, on the Internet. People will make you a, a leather bound um, clear page guest book and we've had it typed up with our domain you know gold embossed with our domain name etc and um, so we invite guests to leave a comment they invariably do every time and uh, of course we photograph these send these to the letting agent letting agent then contacts um, periodically uh, they're not doing this every week uh, but some of these historic guests and ask them for permission uh, to use their statements 
on their website. And um, once or twice we've, um, we don't want to overdo it on social media, but once or twice we've, um, we've put these up on social media again so that people that follow the Facebook, Twitter pages, etc. can get an idea of what other guests are saying about the cottage. Really good advice. Thank you for sharing how you go about doing that. And I really like the sound of that Leatherbound uh, guest book, especially just making it that little bit more special and making people sort of drawn towards it with that gold embossed detail on the do front. You, so you, you've, you've hit on something there. Do, do you know, Elaine, it smells nice. Oh, right, because it's fresh. It's real leather. Correct. Yeah, and I bet, I bet that's another draw for people as well, which is absolutely great. So you're on with your repeat business and you're, you're using social media, etc. But how important is having your own website, do you think, for, for owners today? I think that is important, um, especially if you can snatch an appropriate domain name. Uh, it allows us to just include that little bit more detail. So, for example, there might be people who are cyclists uh, and um, knowing that you've got blockable bike stores, uh, if they can see those and see mention of that, or if people have got pets, it's just a little bit more thorough if they can see there's an outside host pipe and it's all gated outside and so on. So it just allows you to embellish the description that may be limited by the letting agent. Okay, so it really gives the complete detail of your property and exactly what somebody's going to get by having that own website. It's that little bit of extra space in your own space uh, to, to really show off your property. So how, how and why, give us an idea why and how you chose the actual location of your property. Okay, well, one of the attractions to us is um, we, we actually live in Lytham St. Anne's, so our local mainline train station is Preston, and you can actually catch a train directly from Preston to Windermere. And having a teenage daughter, we thought it wouldn't be long before she'd be wanting to go up there, and we'd much prefer to go up on the train than drive. So our cottage is probably about 200 yards from the train station, and that was one big attraction. An easily accessible location as well as all the luxury that comes with actually staying in the property. They can get around easily, they can get there easily. And I was reading on your website, it's actually sort of within walking distance to a lot of different attractions as well. Was that a, a factor or did that just happen to come alongside the fact that it's well connected to, to Preston? Well, I'm definitely a foodie and I can tell you that the best Italian restaurant in either um, Windermere or Bonus uh, is 60 yards from our front door and that was certainly a pull but there's a lot of restaurants and bistros to choose from uh, we've got uh, two mini markets within sort of 100-150 yards of the front door so supplies of logs and kindling those sort of things uh, readily available so yes location was important I have to say we've never actually travelled up yet by train um, we always take the car uh, we've got a couple of car parking permits, it's um, residence parking permits and we have two of those available for guests when they stay, but whenever we go up as a family, we park the car and we never touch it all week because everything is just there and that, I'm, I'm starting to get really hungry now, you started telling me about that lovely Italian restaurant so it's really well appointed, there's everything close by and you can just dip up and easily park and then if you don't want to, you don't have to go near that car again, which is absolutely great 
Now, something else I was going to ask is, and we actually touched on it earlier, is how do you actually manage everything with regards to the property, the changeovers? How did you find and keep those reliable stuff that you we, we talked about having to, to keep on top of? Well, we started off with um, somebody who was very charismatic, uh, growing a business, but ultimately what became evident is uh, the larger the, the cleaning companies are, uh, the less involved the owner of the cleaning company is. And, of course, they'll tell you that they go and do personal checks and so on. But if that's not actually happening, that's your opportunity for them to fall down. And uh, what we've ended up doing is we've ended up reversing out of that situation and going for a small uh, one, two-man band who are taking care of our changeovers. And little details, um, making sure we've got Nespresso capsules available for people, uh, quality soaps and shampoos, um, just emergency toothbrushes, and um, a little. We have a little emergency box for things that people might have forgotten, sewing kits and so on. And it's a bit of an honesty box, really. It's just a don't take everything out of the box, but it's there just in case you forgot everything. But certainly, shower rooms, bathrooms, um, everybody gets uh, soaps, shampoos, uh, toothbrushes, and, and small toothpaste tubes just in case. And this is all managed by that smaller company. Yeah, when I say company, it, it, it's a girl, she's actually an American girl in our case, and she's grateful for the work. We're grateful for having her. Uh, my wife touches base with her every week, and it's a very, very small and it's a personal relationship. So uh, small is beautiful. Okay, so that's good advice. The, the, what, we're, what we're seeing from that is that the larger companies can actually start to lose touch with exactly what is going on on the ground where this has such a big impact on your business as a holiday homeowner. I can see why you wanted to sort of kind of come away from that and, and get someone that who's really invested in making sure that they're doing a good job and and it's a two-way relationship between you and them so lots of good advice there thank you we, we pay them very promptly i would say that's very very important so uh, the day they send their invoice through that's the day my wife backs his payments to them and um, if you're very prompt payer with people and then occasionally you need a favor and i know we're going to be calling her today because um uh, over the weekend we got a call we need her to go in today and uh, there's no problem I know that she'll be there because we have to be her best payers excellent advice and actually there's someone else that I've also been speaking to within the holiday industry and they actually pay a little bit more than other holiday homeowners in the area to ensure that they get exactly the same preference that out of the relationship that you are building there with your uh, cleaning staff, your changeover staff. So, yes, good, good advice. Payment is key. How important is it that you tell people about the area that they're going to be staying in as they are looking to come and stay in your property, would you say? Well, we do provide information about what's available. I think uh, in the case of Windermere, I think people know where they're going and they know what to expect and what's on their doorstep. A lot of the outdoors, outdoor orientated people, um, some of them might be cyclists, some of them might be uh, walkers, uh, and some of them people using the, the lake. Um, but uh, they, I think they know what they're going for. But yes, you, you, I think you've always got to put, again, we've got one of these leather-bound uh, ring binders, 
and uh, we put information in about um, uh, local attractions, restaurants, and uh, just general advice on when people should book and so on. And actually knowing your area has become clear in what you actually provide from previous conversation we had earlier in that they've got, you've got the enclosed area, which would be outside the back for uh, a pet. You've got easily accessible hose pipes so people know they can wash boots, they can wash bikes down, and then they can keep their bikes safe. So that's all part of knowing your area and making the area available, the information available to people booking. So yes pointed out some really good stuff and, and, there. And knowing the local attractions, again, you, you, via the social media, rather than, you know, updates about, we tend to more often do tweets and updates about uh, the other facilities that are available, because if you're uh, rubbing off with the local, um, say, four-wheel drive activity centre or whatever, then uh, they're sharing those updates with their followers. So um, it's very much about you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. So really keep an eye out of who it is that you can partner with locally. And it's a similar sort of thing to, to, to swapping with the, um, with the photographer. And then you can do the same in return for them, maybe refer people to them. So it's like a, a joint referral scheme, which is another good thing that people should people listening can hopefully take on board and really start to use in their business everybody needs sponsors everybody needs people who when you're not there yourself are going to go speak to these guys they're great guys yeah and really maintaining that relationship good advice thank you so moving on what is your biggest ongoing struggle in your business would you say uh, getting there ourselves I think <laughs> Well, that sounds like a good headache to have in the business. <laughs> so you, you've had, because of the way that you've actually done your, your property out, you've really researched it, you've taken on the advice of the letting agent, the big letting agent that you actually use. It has meant that you've never struggled to book the property out at all because you've done things right and you've done it brilliantly from the start. You've not been afraid to invest. No, I mean, literally, when I say it's been full all year since February, it's been full all year. There might have been two or three um, day midweek um, unused segments available during school time. But, uh, you know, just not times when we've been able to get up to ourselves because our children are at school. So it has literally yeah. been let all year. Excellent, excellent. So just for a bit of fun, what has been your craziest complaint, if you've actually had any in such a successful business? Well, uh, I had a call yesterday. Oh, really? It is rare. Uh, it's usually questions like, uh, how do I adjust the heating and so on? And, of course, we, we have put instructions for that in the... Um, of course, of but, course but, you have. But have they read it? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, no, last night, we've, in our property, uh, we've put 100% LED bulbs. And the reason that we've done that is not particularly because they're more efficient in terms of uh, usage of electricity, but it's the fact that um, they seldom need replacing. They last for years and years. Um, but uh, yes, we did have one go last night. And it, it was uh, the one at the top of the landing uh, going down to the, um, the subterranean bedroom. So um, there was very little I could do on a Sunday evening. Uh, we're, we're 50, 60 miles away from the cottage. But, of course, there's lots of other lights down in the basement. Uh, the door into the, uh, the kitchen that, this, you know, that you go down those stairs is a glazed door. So uh, it was just a case of um, 
to leave the kitchen light on uh, while you go downstairs and turn the bedroom lights on. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, as I took the call, I'm thinking, well, to this lady, it was clearly it was a bit of a showstopper. <laughs> and it really, it just comes down to it was a light bulb. You'll be okay. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, again, I have the benefit of knowing that this property's been completely rewired and replumbed, so it's not like we've used any existing cabling. There's no dodgy electrics in there. Uh, I'm not quite sure why this light bulb has blown, but um, I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it. We've just had the... Um, the year-long uh, gas inspection, uh, the electricity one's due, so no doubt we'll get it picked up at that point. But that's why I've got to ring the cleaner and ask, call in a favour today. So it all links yeah. in. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a bit of a crazy complaint, isn't it? Especially when you've got all the lighting, etc. done. But at least you can rest easy knowing that it is all completely rewired and nobody can actually get hurt in a situation like that and at least she's not teetering on the top of the stairs trying to change it herself so there's, there's good that comes out of it I guess <laughs> so what would you be your what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in the holiday let industry um do it it's, it's a great investment but um don't necessarily expect to be getting in there yourself <laughs> good advice so Give us an idea of what is your, your guiding principle that you run your business by and that you could share with owners listening? Well, I think what we've done is we've judged by our own standards. And I think this probably applies to all of your listeners because anybody's at the stage of life of affording uh, a second home, um, in this case as an investment, um, these people will be enjoying a certain reasonable standard of living in their own homes so if you're enjoying things like an ensuite bathroom in your house surely that's what you want when you go away uh, if you've got pets and you know they're going to shed some dog hairs sure it makes sense to have hard antico flooring throughout all the ground floor um, if you're expecting, if you have a dishwasher at home, then surely you're going to expect one when you go away. Um, you know, a decent sized fridge, all the sort of things that you yourself would expect. And that boils down to the quality of the linen, the towels. You've got to do it as if it would suit you. And if it's going to suit you, then it's going to suit people within your marketplace. So no second-hand dodgy furniture here. And, and I know this exists, and the reason I know is as we were watching the builders um, doing the work during the renovation time, uh, we're surrounded by other holiday lets, and uh, as people were arriving, uh, I was asking them where they were from, they were asking who I was, what we were doing, and well, we're renovating this one, do you want to come in and have a look? I'd showed them around our renovation work, and of course they return the favour and they were showing me around their, you know, wood chip bearing, chintz, second hand furniture. Oh, yeah. uh, there's just no contest and if there's no contest that's what's going to fill you all the time. Thank you for sharing that because it, it does make such a huge difference and I, and I don't think people, owners always, always realise that as you've just stated, people are used to a certain type of living they don't want to stay somewhere which is not as nice as what they're used to at home, they want to stay somewhere nicer than what they're used to on a day-to-day -day basis. This is a holiday. It's something they want to remember. Yeah, what, 
for the right reasons. Yeah, why, why would you? You're not, you're not going to take any compromises there. And I think that a lot of the holiday-to-let market, I think it is to do with pet owners. I think many people would like to go and stay in hotels, but not all hotels welcome dogs. Dogs are part of the family. They want to take their dog with them. And, and, and all of that's got to be easy. You know, you've got to leave a dog bowl out and a spare dog lead just in case they forgot anything. And your host pipe's got to be one of those springy, easy ones that just very easy to put away and your tap's got to be in the right place and you've just got to make it easy for people exactly that's really good advice to end on so thank you can you tell us how people can get in touch with you tony and how they can come and take a look online at your lovely place on facebook uh, just search windermere cottage uh, we have our own page on on uh, facebook windermere cottage uh, likewise on twitter um, we don't overdo it with updates for people. And, of course, um, the cottage's own website, which is windermerecottage.com. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. I really want to thank you for sharing some of your insights into what a, what a successful holiday home really is and what it entails to stay that way. So I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. And I will link all of those pieces of contact for Tony up in the show notes. And that's over at holidayletsuccess.com. I hope you can put some things into practice that Tony has talked about today and uh, enjoy running your property, which Tony and his wife clearly do. So thank you to Tony. Thank you to your wife as well. What's your wife's uh, name? My wife's Alison. Alison, as well, thank you for lending us, Tony, to share your joint expertise. It's very much appreciated. Enjoy the rest of your day, Tony. I hope I'll get to speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Tony and Alison from Windermere Cottage. Sounds like they've just really hit the nail on the head and this is what the key is it's doing the research which Tony mentioned as him and his wife were looking for somewhere to buy to specifically let out there are a lot of tax advantages which Tony uh, mentioned as well and I will do an upcoming podcast from an accountant who will talk to us about our obligations as holiday homeowners and of course about the tax benefits that are available I think one of the, the issues that Tony came up against, and he doesn't seem to have had that, that many huge issues because, and this is because it was so well researched and the the property was done up to such a high standard. But I do think the only problem that he came across really was that huge overspend on the budget. Now, luckily for Tony, he has done his research so well that things are paying off and the property is very, very highly booked. Now, Unless that very important step of doing the research is there and really making sure that there is a market for this type of property, thinking about the the actual market, the people that are going to be staying in your property and remembering that that may not be you. You may be a couple, your property may be more like Tony's is for families or able to be split and the configurations of the bedrooms changed to allow a party or a group of friends to come and stay. Now, without that key, key step of research, an overspend on a budget could be 
fatal to your business. So, and and the thing is, I've done so many properties up from scratch where everything is just a disastrous mess and everything needs doing. And even if you're planning a very, very small, well, what seemingly is a small facelift in order to get your property into the situation you want it to be in, whatever its purpose, whether it be a holiday let, whether it be to sell, whether it's for yourselves, a lot of times there is something that pops up with property. It's just the way it goes. And you can easily be pushed over your budget and you can let it run away with you. So if there's one key, key lesson, I would ask you to go away from it. it is fight to stick to your budget. And when you are budgeting, allow yourself a net So an additional sum of money to cover any overspend and really, really stick to it. Like I said, though, the the other key element that Tony and his wife really researched and researched and researched. And if I'm to say it again, researched, it's so, so important. So I think we've come away with some incredible lessons from Tony and he's really shown us exactly what putting those steps into place can do for a business and you you heard he's very enthusiastic about the business and as is his his wife Alison who's uh, in the background making sure that this place runs to its optimal capacity and they're doing it brilliantly as a team so I hope you've enjoyed listening in and hearing from a successful holiday homeowner if you have any questions please contact me You're welcome to contact Tony and all of his contact details will be in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com. So thank you again for tuning in. If there's any issues you'd like us to address in the future, or if you're a successful holiday homeowner and you would like to share your story and your experience with us on the show, please get in touch at holidayletsuccess.com. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.